0: Welcome to the More Than Fitness Podcast. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to sode number 132. We've got a good one today, folks. Um, I don't know what inspired me to create this mini sewed, but I think it's going to be one that you're going to get a little chuckle out of. Maybe you'll learn a thing or two. And maybe if you do any of these, you'll become slightly less of a douchebag by the end of it. And you know, I say that with love. Um, All right. Since I've got quite a few here, I want to go ahead and jump right into things. So eight things to immediately stop doing at the gym. Number one, please, for the love of God, stop standing, In front of the dumbbell rack whenever you're doing anything and especially dumbbell side laterals right so lateral raises you know whenever you you lift your arms out to the side and take up a lot of space and whenever you're in front of the dumbbell rack if you're doing that you're 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 withholding a lot of dumbbells from other people and so all you do figure out which which dumbbells you want to use it's totally fine figure out which dumbbells grab the dumbbells and then move backwards, right? Just take a couple steps back, make sure that anybody or whatever exercise it is that you're doing, be considerate that there's enough space between you and the dumbbell rack for other people to comfortably get in front of you and get the dumbbells that they need for their workout, right? It's just being considerate. That's all you're doing here, right? So stop standing in front of the dumbbell rack. So just, just take a couple steps back and, and you'll be good to go. Right. Especially if you're do, yeah, things like lateral raises and also like front raises as well. So, so front delt raises where you're, you're literally reaching in front of you, don't stand so close to the dumbbell rack. Like don't take just two steps back and then do front raises because then you're still basically standing in front of the rack. You see what I'm saying? So instead of doing that, take some step back, take some steps back and be considerate to the people around you, okay? All right, that's number one. Number two is going to be stop maxing out every week. This one's not as much gym etiquette as it is uh, just intelligent programming. Uh, I think that this often happens, uh, well, I was going to say this often happens with, with younger people, younger guys in particular. Um, but, but I've also seen, you know, definitely dudes in their twenties and thirties, uh, and up do this as well. Uh, but the main thing is that it's just, it's not, you're not doing it for any other reason besides your ego. Uh, and I think that for, for other people or, or for the people who typically do this, they're, they're in groups. So they're with a bunch of training partners and things, uh, and they have their squad, they have their crew, uh, and they want to, always go in there and and beat each other, I guess. And the way that you do that apparently is by maxing out. Um, And so, yeah, for most people, I can't tell you the last time that I maxed out. And that's not to say that there's never any case for for maxing out um, just because I don't do it. But I'm saying that in terms of building muscle optimally, maxing out is probably not something that you should be doing often definitely maybe, you know, maybe once every 12 weeks. And even then I would, if, if I'm building muscle, I'll just go ahead and put it out there. I would never, from this point forward, I will never do a one rep max. Now, if you want to do something more like a three to five rep max, this is what I would recommend for my, uh, for my, more my, my strength based clients or just my clients who really like getting after it in the gym. They really like the main compound lifts. They like pushing themselves, going heavy, you know, all that type of hardcore shit. Um, that's fine. That's totally okay. But you're going to be much safer if you do a three to five rep max, as opposed to a one rep max, one rep max, the lower you go, the the more increased chance of injury that you have. Um, but whenever you do something like a three to five rep max, or you have something like an AMRAP set where you do, let's say 70 to 80% of your one rep max, and then you just try to do that as many reps as you can. Right. So as many reps as possible, um, and so for that, I have my clients do that maybe every 12 weeks or so. So every three months, we like to test our strength out a little bit, um, but it's not like a weekly thing. And we're also not doing a one rep max. It's just there's there's literally no other reason um, for you to do that besides your ego. If you want to, If you're saying, oh, it's to build strength, well, then you can still absolutely build strength by doing three to five reps instead of one rep. And you'll also lower your increase or lower your chance of injury. All right. So that's number two. Number three, doing cardio between sets. I get the gist here of what people are trying to do, right? They're trying to, um, I think they could be trying to do a few things. One, it could be, they could be trying to get the most out of their workout. So they're doing a a set of lifting. And then after that, during the rest periods, they're doing, you know, jumping jab, jumping jacks, can't talk jumping jacks or step ups or, or something basic. Right. Uh, and, and they're trying to fill that void so that they can get in as much as possible. I also think that people think that it's going to burn a lot of extra calories. And so they're just, they're literally doing their lifts and then they're doing this cardio and then doing their lifts and they just look like a sweaty, miserable mess. Uh, and, and I think that you should stop doing that because you're not burning hardly any calories at all. And actually all you're doing is making your lifting sets very suboptimal. So you're not even building muscle the best you possibly can either. And so I've said this multiple times. So what you're actually doing is having very mediocre results in both directions in terms of building muscle and in burning fat. You could burn fat much better if you just saved the cardio for, let's say, like the end of the workout or you just did it in the beginning of the workout separate from lifting. But you focused on the cardio at one point and then lifting at the other point. In between your, whenever you have rest periods for lifting sake and and to build the most muscle possible, you want to rest. That's the point of resting. You know, it's so that you don't get tired and so that you can perform your best on the next set. Okay. Got that clear. Um, Number four, this one's going back to the gym etiquette, and this is going to be being obnoxious. And I... (sighs) looking back at my younger years, whenever I was really, really into, uh, lifting and and was very much part of the, uh, animal pack. And if you don't know what that is, look up animal pack and that type of, um, supplement business and, and just their branding and everything. I was very hardcore. At least I thought I was hardcore. Um, but I was just doing, you know, deadlifts with chalk and that's not very hardcore when you actually think about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so being, and what I would do is I would be really loud. I would slam the weights. I would just like, I would just be, and, and given, you know, I was like 18, 19, 20, 20 year old kid. I would just be really obnoxious and just throw like, <clears throat> whenever I get done with a set, I'd like throw my belt or I'd slam the weights in between sets. I'd, I'd get really hyped up. I'd be talking really loud to my, my bud. And I get it. Like you want to be excited with your, your crew. And if you're lifting with people, you want to get excited. And that's part of the fun, but you also have to remember that the there's other people in the gym around you that are also trying to get in a workout that aren't part of your crew. So you need to be considerate of those people. And hopefully in a few years, you'll look back at yourself and be like, wow, I was a jackass for doing that. Um, so yeah, just, just, or or like playing your music out loud. I used to do that shit too. I can't believe I did that shit. I would be in the squat rack. I'd be playing some hardcore. It either be like heavy metal or some type of gangster rap. Um, (laughs) gangster rap, very white. Um, And and I would just be obnoxious. And it it was just, you know, it was because lifting was a big part of my identity. I thought it was cool. Um, And and yeah, but actually what it was, was immature. It was obnoxious and it was rude to other people. So stop doing that if you do that. Uh, All right. Number five comes down to sweating. If you sweat a lot, if you sweat all over a machine or dumbbells or the the bench or whatever, please wipe it down after you get done. Nobody wants to lay on your or nobody wants to clean up your mess or also lay in your puddle of sweat whenever they're about to do a bench press. Um, and so this this goes twofold. So if you sweat a lot, wipe down the machine afterwards, and then two. If you're also somebody, maybe you don't sweat a lot or maybe you do either way, but you wipe down the machine and there's a lot of soap all over it and it's like sogging wet on the on the bench and it's going to take several minutes to... Um, Uh, to dry, well, just get another paper towel or towel or whatever and wipe it down or even, even use a dry part of your shirt if there's nothing else, right? It's just like the same thing. I mean, given, I would rather lay in a a soapy mess as opposed to someone's sweat. Um, But either way, if the bench is still really, really wet by the time that you get up, just, just wipe it down. just, it's these small things that, that add up and it's just, you, makes you a better person in the gym uh, and makes you a better person in general, right? So just be mindful of the 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 condensation levels of the stuff that you use all right? Um, okay, number six, doing two machines at once so so hogging machines basically, let's say you're doing the leg extensions and the leg curl, right and you're you're going back and forth between them, um, and it's even worse if they're further apart. For the most part, the general rule is to never do two machines at one time, unless it's basically not crowded at all. You know, of course, if there's no one in the gym, if you know nobody's using it, nobody's going to be using it. um, It's just a very casual day at the gym. By all means, go for it. However, be mindful. Be aware that if there, if it's a very crowded gym and you're taking up two machines and you also see some uh, man or lady walking around glancing at you every once in a while, it's probably because they want to use the machines that you're hogging up, right? And so... My role is to never pair two machines together, but instead figure out exercises where you can take a pair of dumbbells over to the machine, one pair of dumbbells, not a bunch, one pair of dumbbells to the machine. Um, That way you can pair a dumbbell exercise with a machine exercise. That way you're only taking up one pair of dumbbells, one machine. You can knock out both movements right there in the comfort of the own vicinity of the machine, and then you can move on, right? Again, basic etiquette being considerate to other people, right? Okay, last two. Number seven is talking on the phone. Now, I really dislike when people talk on the phone because you don't know if they're talking to you, they're talking to somebody else, and typically they're talking way too loud, right? And you also look like a crazy person when you're sitting there doing bench press and you're yelling to somebody about today's stock numbers, right? You know, it's just like, it. it you. It, it's It's. For the most part, I don't understand why people do this at all. I really don't because, again, it goes back to being mediocre in both directions. You're not giving a good conversation to that person. You're not giving all of your attention and you're also not giving all of your attention to the workout. So pick one, talk to them before you go in the gym, give them your full attention, then move on to the workout and then maybe call them afterwards. But don't do both at the same time. That's insane. It really is insane. No conversation is that important. Or if you need to take a call, whatever you're doing, if you have some dumbbells, put the dumbbells up, go over to the corner, take the call, finish the call, and then go back to your workout. It's really not that difficult. Okay? Okay. That's number seven. Number eight, the last one, giving unsolicited advice to people. In 98% of cases, this should never happen. One is because you probably don't even know what you're talking about. I'm sorry, but as somebody who is a quote unquote expert in this field or been in this field for a very long time, I know how much there is for me that I still don't know and things that I have maybe told people in the past that I am currently or that uh, I was wrong about then. And so it's just like, I know with most people listening to this, you probably know quite a bit about exercise, maybe more than the average person. Um, however, that doesn't give you the right to go up and, and give advice to, to some girl on a machine or some dude, uh, or, or whatever. Right now, if they are blatantly confused and they're, they're, uh, uh, whatever, or maybe if they're blatantly about to really hurt themselves, then maybe go up and say, Hey, I, you know, whatever, just, just ease into the conversation. Like, Hey, do you, do you maybe, I think I could maybe help you out. Do you, do you care if I give you a little bit of advice here? Just kind of ease into it and, and just say, "Hey, I could maybe help. Do you want that?" Once they say yes, then you can help them out. But don't just go up and say, "Ha, your deadlifts looking pretty bad. That hinge is—you're going to hurt your back. Let me show you real quick. Get out of the way. You do it like that. You know, it's just you can't—you can't do that. You cannot do that. I don't care how much you think you do or don't know. That is never." warranted. I do this for a living and I still stay away from giving unsolicited advice like the plague. If people want your help, they will ask, right? That's it's it's ba- basically as plain and simple as you can get it, right? Okay. There you go. Eight things to immediately stop doing in the gym. I hope this was helpful. Please take it to heart, write it down, get a tattoo. I don't care. Just please stop doing these things in the gym. All right. That's it for Minnesota number 132. Thank you guys as always for listening and for watching. See ya. And that is that, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than Fitness podcast. And please, if you could help me out a little bit here and leave a rate and review in iTunes. And also take a screenshot and post it up on your IG story. Tag me at Matt McLeod six. I'd love to share it. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to hear your feedback about the podcast and also so that we can share the word with other people. I would love to build up this community, build up this tribe of people that we have like you and I, uh, and get the word out there. Uh, also, if you want more free content, you can check the links in the description. I have my free four-week workout plan, The Ultimate Physique Development. And also, if you want to work with me online, one-on-one for personal coaching, you can check the link in the description as well. Uh, and anything you else you need, please send me an email, send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for listening.